0: get mic right Mike one right yeah Mike two that's Mike two um should i switch
1: i think we're good yeah all right hello hello welcome Hi everyone. back
0: this, um oh, no <laughs> this you're is fine.
1: yeah so this is ian i'm sarah and welcome back to another i don't know
0: This another broadcast. Episodes, another broadcast another yeah. broadcast of
1: fiona apples and oranges um Um,
0: so last week was our first stream on the air which was really exciting um we discussed a lot of fun topics um but we didn't record it and due to popular demand we're going to be recording these from now on for the fans for the fans um we'll be sending out info about that soon
1: so check out on our instagram (laughs) for that um fiona apples and oranges that's the at um i will be figuring this out uh so we'll see if i can actually do it right right. and hopefully anyone who wants to listen to this in full later or if you missed it i mean you wouldn't be listening to this right now if you're missing it but Mm. you know ideally Um, that's how it's gonna work yeah so yeah
0: shall we get into it then uh
1: yeah i mean generally just like how was your week though i mean we kind of talked about this before let's get into like
0: first catching up because we haven't seen each other
1: I know. I don't this think this week
0: at all. Like usually, we see each other a little bit more often. I feel like
1: yeah, but um, this week has definitely been,
0: <clears throat> God, bad. <laughs> I, I don't even think it's been bad in my opinion per se. It's just been like heavy.
1: Yeah, I don't know
0: how to describe it. It's like I've been busy, but in ways that are, I guess, like it takes a toll on you. Like, sometimes I feel like you can be busy and it's like, I'm feeling really productive. I'm feeling really upbeat. Like, that was wonderful. You know, whatever. And then this week was kind of just like, I don't know. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. It just never stopped.
1: Even though we had Monday off. (laughs) Right. um, No,
0: even though we had Monday off. It was
1: like, oh, suddenly it's Thursday. And I'm like, oh, my God, how did that happen so fast? I feel like I haven't done anything. I just, like, went to class and then tried to do my work, tried to get ready for (laughs) the next whatever midterm assignment I have. And then suddenly it's like the next day. And I, I don't know. It's just no. like the days went by way too fast.
0: I get it because I tried to really enjoy my long weekend um, in a way that like before I was, you know, I would go out every weekish, And this time I was like, I'm going to take the long weekend to just relax and kind of do my thing. And I did relax to the point where I started to get really stressed out about the fact that in the span of three days I had three quizzes and a midterm, you know what I mean? And three of those quizzes were in Japanese, and I have a quiz on Monday in Japanese, and then I have a midterm the next day in Japanese, and then the second part of the midterm on Wednesday, and a health economics midterm on Monday.
1: Good God.
0: And it's parents' weekend, and oh, I do true. miss my family. Are they like, coming this weekend? No, they're not. Okay, because same with I, mine. I told them I was like, listen, I obviously wish you could come, but like, don't waste the fare. Like, uh-huh. I'm gonna be really busy, and knowing my midterm schedule, I had told them that you know, it's it's just not worth it to come because I'm gonna be busy and studying, and I won't really be able to see you in the way that you mm-hmm. want to see me, like for the purpose of visiting. Um, so it's really upsetting that, like, I really don't get a break, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I, mean, I think the same with my family. Like, I talk to my mom. I'm like, are you going to be coming? And she's right. like, do I want to come down during Parents Week when they have activities where everybody is going is to tr- be there?
0: Is it true that they're charging people for things?
1: Yes. It's no. like $75 registration fee, I think. Um, oh, my God. I had to deal with, I won't say this here, obviously, um, but part of my student job, I had a parent um, call me. And you know, basically that's not my office. Um right. but that was a very no. it took a long time to explain. that I'm like, this is not the place. This and she's under like and she was talking about like the fee or whatever and like something with that. I'm like, I'm sorry, like I don't know what you're talking about. Like
0: Right.
1: Basically oh, I w <laughs> let's get ready for this weekend. <laughs> like oh. it's gonna be real interesting oh. to see everyone's parents come in. Um we know how Georgetown is. Oh, we won't say yeah. any more about that.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Um
0: but I mean I'm hoping that next week it, it's sad because I, I feel like people were like, oh, I'm going to get a little bit of like rest and like kind of respite from like mm-hmm. the chaos f- during the long weekend. And now it's like, no, like that didn't really do anything. I don't
1: even know what I did. <laughs> like, like, I'm
0: already like, when is Thanksgiving weekend? Exactly. Yeah, like, I need to go home. And then okay, I but- say that and then I pick up extra shifts at work for Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs>
1: That is true. <laughs> we also are going to be... We only have that Thursday and Friday off for Thanksgiving, and that's it. I know. We don't have that Wednesday off. We don't have the Monday after. Nothing. No. I, like, I don't understand. I
0: feel like teachers are going to, like, hopefully this is not true, but I feel mm-hmm. like teachers will most likely still sign work over Thanksgiving weekend because they're going to be, like, you just have Thursday, Friday off. Like, people assigned work over a long weekend.
1: Yeah, but I'm also hoping that maybe some of them who we have class on Wednesday with are going to be a little lax about it. I hope so. So but... I don't know. I am not sure about that.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Knock on wood again.
0: But, yeah. So it's been kind of chaotic, but now I'm glad that we're here because we finally get to just chill out, yep. talk music, talk squid game later, squid game. In, later in the um, broadcast. Yes. And every... wherever the discussion may lead us. Of so.
1: course. It's definitely – this is the nice, like – this for me is like you have made it to the end of the week yes <laughs> it's like so good the
0: checkpoint like okay you're good now
1: especially since we both don't have class tomorrow oh and, yeah. Though i do have work at 11. oh i'm but-
0: booked tomorrow it's, a, it's my day off and i'm literally booked i have to get lunch i have to do part of the second part of my japanese oral interview i ha- yeah i know Oh god i have to go get dinner with someone i have another event like i'm just i have work in the morning
1: <laughs> so basically, it never ends. It never. It ends. never ends. Except
0: when we're in the studio. We have
1: to do this. Ev- yeah, that's true. Time stops. This here. is when we pause. Yes, though, it just does feel like we do have to wake up every day and do it again. And
0: just grind. <laughs> just the grind just never stops. Unfortunately. No. Oh. I wish it did. Uh,
1: oh well. well um, let's get into music. Yeah. Shall S- we get into music? Of then? course. I think we should. Okay. Um, Definitely to mark a shift from the heavy topic of just living. Of Georgetown this. chaos. Yeah, Georgetown chaos.
0: <laughs> and moving into something a little bit more fun, a little bit more interesting maybe.
1: Definitely um, more interesting, definitely more fun.
0: Okay, so I have an album review set up a little bit like last week, but this is going to be kind of a genre shift. Um, last week I kind of did like rock, psychedelic, like electronic Um and that was really like Prince-like music. Mm-hmm. This week I'm doing something a little bit different. For one, that was Eve Toomer, who I was talking about last week, who but I highly recommend. And um, who
1: I loved. I... I'm
0: so glad. I'm so glad that you really liked that. No,
1: them. I need to, I definitely added a few songs to like, yes! my liked playlist. oh my God, I love that. Um, will be on my rotation now for sure. Uh,
0: and they're coming, they're coming to DC on your <gasps> birthday. Uh. <laughs> but they're sold out. Okay, anyway. Oh yeah, was, we did talk about this. Yes, that was last week. This week, we're going to be talking about The Avalanches. Um, The Avalanches, and I'm going to be discussing their most recent album Mm -hmm. called We Will Always Love You. So, The Avalanches, Ian, when I told you about them, you didn't really know who they were.
1: The name sounds familiar, and that's it. Yeah. I might have heard a song of theirs before, but I don't know. Okay.
0: So, they're quite old as a group, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, They were formed in 1997, and it took them, like, 20 years to release their second album.
1: Mm-hmm. which
0: you know I know obviously artists take a while when they really want to do well in their work but they've only released three albums in the span of over 20 years oh. and those t- two of the albums the first one I think was 1997 the second one was 2016 the third one was 2020 so it's been a huge it's almost been like a hiatus but they never I uh-huh. don't think they announced one um, so the avalanches are an Australian electronic group um, The genres that I found out that they were classified with were really interesting because I haven't heard half of them. It was, obviously you've heard of, hi! Oh, that's so cute. Um, Oh, look at this crowd walking by. (laughs) Sorry,
1: for people who don't know, we are in the Levy Center and there's a big window to where people walk by um, and there are people in costumes right now.
0: Say hi if you're ever walking by.
1: Yes, please. Um, Um, There is a banana, I will say that. (laughs) The other people, I don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Um,
0: But... So, going back to, like, the associated acts of the avalanches, um, obviously I've heard of dance, electronic, disco, and hip-hop, but what I haven't heard of is Plunderphonics and Sampledelia.
1: I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs>
0: No, no, I was literally looking at Sample Delia because so Plunder Phonics. I'm going to explain both of them. That Plunder. also.
1: Oh, yeah. OK, that word also passed over me. I don't know what. No, okay, I know. Explain this. OK,
0: Plunder Phonics is a music genre in which tracks are constructed by sampling recognizable music works until they're unrecognizable.
1: Mm-hmm. OK, this, this I've heard of. It,
0: yes. And it's not like Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You sampling Paramore. It's like. It's, like, layering of, like, lots of sampling and lots of sampling and, like, distorting it type mm-hmm. of thing.
1: I remember, like, a while ago I saw this because, you know, how <clears> the <throat> social media cycle of things that are, you know, popular for some reason. There's, like, this one post of, like, this Daft Punk song where they sampled another oh song where they, like, cut, like, three different, like, seconds of, like, one part and then, like, looped it in such a way and, like, distorted it. And it was, like, this is how they, like, made this whole, like, iconic tune from, I think it was, like, One More Time. Like, no way. Like, it's, like, the, like. Like, the, I love like the trumpets at, parts of it. Yeah. Like, it was, like, sampled from a song, but, like, you wouldn't really know yes. until, like, you watched, like, a step-by-step breakdown of, like, how they did it. It was so cool. I anyway. love
0: the way that Daft Punk samples music. I know mm-hmm. that they do that a little bit more than just that one song. Mm-hmm. I think it's super interesting. Um... But so that's plunder phonics sample Delia is sample based music which uses samplers or simple similar technology to expand upon the recording methods of 1960s psychedelia it features quote unquote distorting perception warping manipulations of audio samples or found sounds via technique via techniques such as chopping looping or stretching. So it's sampling. I feel like this might be a subgenre of plunderphonics then because it's specifically sampling and distorting 1960s psychedelia, which is so cool to me because I, I don't think 1960s psychedelia is really trending right now. No. So to see but, this type of music being made right now and like that influence is like, where do you cool. get that influence? Exactly. You know? Like, where
1: do you think of this
0: again? Like more of yeah. like what
1: we were saying, like last week with... um. Uh, like, you know, it's just like, how do you think of this stuff? How do you like take this new thing and right, just like, like...
0: Eve Toomer's music. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guitar and the way I was like very impressed. Um, so I was obviously really intrigued by the fact that sampling is such a big part of the Avalanche's discography and influence. Turns out they actually had a collection of over 7,000 vinyl records.
1: Ooh, oh my God. And they
0: sampled so many of those records. <sighs> Like, so, they listen to, like, all of them. They would, like, pick random ones and then, like, find a way to incorporate and sample the stuff from that uh-huh. record and whatnot. Um, so that was actually insane. Um, and it seems that when I was doing research on them, they seem to be hugely influential during the early and mid-2000s. And mm-hmm. I don't know if Pitchfork likes to play favorites or not. Do you know any info, like, on how they, like, rate things? Because I know they're somewhat controversial
1: I am not completely sure. I do not usually check Pitchfork. uh um, uh-huh. Yeah, that's so, that's really good. So
0: Pitchfork actually named them one of the two hundred most important artists of their first twenty-five years. Interesting. Which, knowing Pitchfork, that's literally insane.
1: Like by their standards.
0: Yes. Um, this album on Pitchfork. Uh, whoa, no, no.
1: Can we be heard? Hello. Did the mic just cut? Wait, just like a wait. Quick pause.
0: Hello. Hello? Okay, oh. we're on a different mic because
1: For some this reason. other
0: mic just completely died on us. Not really sure what happened, but we're back. Um,
1: I'm further away from that mic though, so okay. I'm going to have to yell. We're going to have to Hopefully not.
0: over. Um, sorry about that. I don't really know what happened. The mic just completely We cut just out. looked
1: at like the levels, like the chart here, and it just completely went off.
0: Okay, so... Love it. Back to what I was saying was about Pitchfork's rating of "We Will Always Love You." This album release uh, scored an 8.1 rating, which is actually low compared to most of their ratings. Mm-hmm. One of their older albums re- uh, actually received a 9.5 rating, which is really impressive by yeah by yeah, yeah. Pitchfork standards. That's very hard to come by.
1: Okay, so now I'm very excited <laughs> for this.
0: Um, so some of the things that have been said about them, I found these quotations really really interesting. Um. They have been said to be expert manipulators of the tension between nostalgia and deja vu, playing recognizable refrains of bits of songs you feel like you know, even if you've never heard them before. And this is, this is the part where I was really, really intrigued. I was like, there's no way. How are they making this connection? Mm. It is perhaps the opposite of a project like The Caretaker.
1: I remember the you Caretaker. saying this. Okay, yes.
0: Isn't that crazy? Um, for anyone who doesn't know, The Caretaker created this album called, I think, Everywhere at the End of Time. I'm not sure. Oh uh, okay. It's a yeah, project, yeah. it's an album that was six hours long and meant to simulate the concept of developing dementia. Yes,
1: yes, yes. I remember hearing about this.
0: How can you find an artist who is the opposite of the caretaker? Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's just so neat. Ni- one, what the caretaker does is super niche. Two, to find someone who does the opposite, which is just like as niche. to
1: make that comparison already. Like that's like Right. I wanted to hear now.
0: I know. Um, and they say the opposite of a project like the Caretaker. Whose soupy ambiance is meant to stim- simulate the effects of dementia. In the Avalanche's music, every sound feels like a treasured memory. Mm. And this is a song that I'm not gonna be playing, but I'm gonna just say something quick about it to highlight, I guess, the creativity that I noticed they have. Mm-hmm. This album's most remarkable invocation of the supernatural is hidden in plain sight. Starsong.img, a 10-second blast of noise, which, when fed into a spectrograph, is a program that turns audio waveforms into visual forms and yields a portrait of the Hollywood actor Barbara Payton, whose addictions led to her death from heart and liver failure at just 39. The album's second song is also dedicated to her. She hovers over the whole project as kind of a tragic patron saint, a nod, perhaps, to Chatter's own struggle with addiction
1: interesting Isn't do you, that so I don't even I've heard about that like you know people like taking or like hearing things like with audio um you know creating images like that if you put it into like certain programs but like I don't know how you do that and like even putting into music like how it was like you know
0: I think they had to go through like certain like legal processes in order oh. to go get a way to put this into a song right because this is like a specific like um program like audio waveforms or whatever and uh-huh. in order to do it they actually have to go through legal processes just to put this on the album. It's not a song, it's 10 seconds, you know? Which I find super remarkable and very interesting about like who they are as artists and what they do. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Um, I think the first thing I'm gonna do is we're gonna play one of the songs that they have. This one is gonna be called We Will Always Love You uh, by The Avalanches. Um, All right. I quite like it. It's a little bit lower tempo than some of the songs I'll be playing next. But to me, I guess it might be one of the most nostalgic tracks, in my opinion. Like, I could have a couple memories that I would associate, and the song would, like, fit in if I had a movie of my life.
1: Ooh, okay, okay. You
0: know? I don't know.
1: Also, I so before we get to playing the song, I will have to say this for those who are listening to the recording of this. Um, because of copyright law, I don't want to risk, you know, Getting sued or anything, or getting an episode taken down of like wherever we upload yes, this. Yes, I. Agree. So you will not hear the songs. We will just say the title before and after the awkward pause that we have in the audio. Um, but if those you who want are the
0: music li- we have playlists on Spotify though.
1: True, but I'm assuming that most of you now, especially, are just listening live, so you're going to be able to hear anyway. So right,
0: alrighty, just that. Um, so shall we play? it live Yep. Live? Oh, are
1: yeah. you so? This is.
0: This is We Will Always Love You by The Avalanches. All right. bro. I literally cannot believe the mic broke on us. Ugh. Forgot to mention this, but actually Blood Orange is featured on the track. Um, another note that that actually reminded me of is when looking at, I guess, the credit list for this album, um, it's a really diverse list. Of people like, I wasn't expecting to see all of these people on the album because I don't think that their genres usually mix, uh, but it seems like they do. Like, there's Blood Orange, obviously, the Avalanche is right, um, MGMT, and also Rivers Cuomo of <gasps> Weezer. Oh,
1: like,
0: what you put Weezer and MGMT together? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm really loving how they. Like, it's hard to classify them to a genre, mm-hmm. especially one that you normally think of. Like, I can't be, like, rock or pop or electronic. Like, it's Plunderphonics and sample Delia yeah. and whatnot. So, I don't know. It's kind of odd.
1: I liked it, though. I thought it was really good.
0: Because you were saying, yeah. like, like
1: just, like, how some of the notes were hit and, like, how, like, those, like, progressions were happening. Like, I really liked how it sounded. Um, and, I don't know. You can just hear that. I agree.
0: It. Like, there's certain songs that when artists hit certain notes i think this might just be a me thing but like (laughs) it kind of hits a little deeper than like other songs like i can't be like oh i just like this but it's like whoa you just like feel it you're like yeah "Mm." exactly there's just
1: something about it and you're like
0: and the way they progress from like higher to a little lower like in the chorus part um i don't know why that like resonated a lot Mm -hmm. so very interesting um and I guess we'll go on to the next Avalanche song. All right. This one is called We Go On. It's a bit more upbeat. It's not as like, I guess that one could be considered kind of like melancholic, like looking at the stars like super introspective and like reflecting on life versus we go on is a bit different. Uh-huh. Um, and this one has is featuring Cola Boy and Mick Jones. So shall we play this as well?
1: We shall.
0: All right, here we go.
1: hello hello okay so this is the second mic yes this is second
0: mic second mic is working okay
1: we were just checking because like 10 minutes ago one of them sounded like they cut or it looked like they cut but now it's telling me otherwise um do you want to check out the first one then before we start talking about this
0: song will it show i don't think it'll show up
1: wait turn off this one then
0: Okay, perfect. So both mics are working. Oh, okay, cool. Perfect. Okay,
1: cool. Now we don't have to worry about that. I was so afraid that something happened. No, you didn't. Anyway, so that was, what was that again? We Go On by the Avalanches featuring Cola Boy and Mick Jones. Yes. So that one was a lot different from the one we played before. Um, But I actually really like that.
0: That one, like, I would listen to, like, at a party like I know last week we were talking mm-hmm. about Yellow Lines by Tommy Newport and yes. how like if we heard that at a party it would be a green flag. I think this would also be a green flag if I heard this at a party. No
1: this is stuff like that's like you hear at a party or like you hear somewhere like someone's playing it and you like you know that and like. And you
0: have a distinct memory associated with yes, that. Yes You know stop. like I have Heaven or Las Vegas by the Coquito Twins. I have a specific memory associated with that song when I was the night before I moved to college on my own and my mom and I were on the highway right by a hospital ah, that that's I so used to nice. volunteer in. And having that type of distinct, concrete like memory, I don't have one specifically with a song yet, mm-hmm. hopefully I do, but I just think that this is one of those songs where like you can actually form that, right? Like, yeah. like it's hard for me to be like, I have a concrete memory to like, not to bash on Olivia Rodrigo, but like good for you, you know, like that's the first thing that came to mind. It's mm-hmm. a good song, but I'm not like, Yeah, like, I heard that, and, like, I'll tell my kids of this story and, like, listen to the song, like, this is a specific time in my life, you know?
1: Also, it's just, like, Olivia, like, I hate to say this, but, like, Olivia, like, we're going to hear that, like, in the future, like, we're going to be, like, pretty, and we're going to be, like, this was, like, this was, you know, the stuff that was playing back then, like, everyone loved this, and then, like, our kids are going to be, like, gross 2020 music, (laughs) right? which is... And Hearing a that select alone, you
0: will be like, "I wish I was born in the wrong." No, age. no, 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 no. no. We're I not, wish I was there.
1: <laughs> no, we're not going to let that happen.
0: No, no.
1: We are not going to allow that for. Like, no, 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 no. No. Um, especially since we are going through a rough
0: time. Uh-huh. I don't
1: think anyone's going to romanticize no, this. with like with how people. Like,
0: traitor. Everyone's like listening to like "Traitor" by Olivia Rodrigo, and it's Stop. like the romanticiz- romanticizing of like midterm season. Do you
1: think they're gonna like? you know like the way that we look at like music back during like certain like historical periods and we're like yeah. oh it represented like whatever oh my God. and like obviously no. literally music does represent that like it is very oh, obvious sure. that so much music today and like in the last year that's been made is like supposed to be escapist and like you know trying that's to get so away what you're from saying? everything but I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Like in the future, when I'm like, everyone's am kind to like, break down. If somebody talks
0: about Lord, I'd be like, okay, I think Lord was a good representation. Yes. If you give me like Olivia Rodrigo, I'm gonna be like, you're talking mainstream representation. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like maybe mainstream, like enjoyment, commercial enjoyment. But I don't yeah. think that would be a good thing. Anyway, continuing on. <laughs> so, Aside. <laughs> so that was um we go that was we go on, which mm-hmm. I personally love that song. That's just always like brings me in a good mood. Um, one thing I want to bring up before we move into three more songs, and then we'll move on to Ian's musical recommendations. Um, one thing that I love about them is obviously the work they put into their songs and making it so unique and original. I also really love their lyric work. Uh, Ian made a comment on this when we were like writing our collaborative notes and like just key points we wanted to hit when discussing tonight. Um, there's this one lyric in a song I'll be playing... Two songs from now, so not the next song, but the song after that, called Running Red Lights. Mm-hmm. There's a line that says, Hans is looking for Liesel. Running Red Lights is relatively upbeat, but this line is actually a reference to Hans and Liesel from The Book Thief. And this is Hans looking for Liesel.
1: Mm-hmm. I, so I have not read that in a long time, but I do. Oh, no, that I book. I haven't either. That book did really resonate with me. Did you me. watch the movie? I did not, actually. Oh, we <sighs> should
0: watch the movie. The movie was really I, good.
1: No, I read it... Um as part of like my eighth grade like <clears throat> book club that we had yeah which like we were in middle school and we were reading that actually no i was in sixth yeah. grade um when i read that book i loved it though Yeah. um but no like especially like literary references in music i'm just like nah, i and, eat that and up now
0: we've listened. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <No>. ignore that. no no no
1: i just eat <laughs> that stuff up
0: Um, No, but also considering, like, we've listened to two of their songs, and obviously Mm. it's, like, psychedelic-inspired, nostalgic Mm. sampling. Hans and Liesel, this is, like, a reference to the atrocities of, like, World War II. The fact that they could like, reference this is very, like, I wouldn't say controversial, but I'm very, like, holy moly, like, they did that. Mm. Like, I, I don't really see people doing that nowadays. You know what I mean? Like... I just think that's crazy. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. But so that's one of the songs we'll be playing. And I think that a lot of the lyrics I didn't we're not going to be talking about this um, as much, but there's something about I think a, like I'm flying in a pink champagne Corvette tonight. And that line, as I was listening to part of the album today, came up in three separate songs in different ways.
1: The pink Corvette
0: thing? The line, the line about the pink champagne Corvette. Or
1: champagne. Oh,
0: which is really like
1: like were they like the, related at all? Or? Yes, they
0: were, but like it was it was like a twist and interpretation, almost in the way that they sample other works. Oh. it's like they sampled oh, tracks and then okay. like made it. And also, one thing I love about this album, that again we won't really have time to discuss, is that with the songs, a lot of the times I wouldn't recognize when they moved into the next song.
1: I kind of noticed that right now because I have everything queued up. And, you know, we were just talking while the song was playing um, the previous one. And I just noticed, like, I just caught it as it went into the next one. I was like, uh oh, but like, I love that stuff, of course. Like once I'm listening, you know, yeah. like on my own, but obviously I can't do that right now mm. when we're trying to provide commentary right. uh, in between. Um, but yeah, that's always like, that's just like, I uh, love when albums, you know, you have to listen to them in like a yes. certain order like that.
0: And I don't think in We Will Always Love You, it's actually as strong or as obvious as their older albums, like mm. their first album. I think it was so strong, I went through three songs, and then I was like, so why is this song so long? And then I was like, hold on, this song has, we've gone through three songs. I thought this was one and it's three, like Mm -hmm. I just never knew when it was like switching. So I think we should get on and play three more songs.
1: All right, just play all three. Yeah, we'll play all three.
0: So in this order, we're gonna be playing Running Red Lights by The Avalanches, Rivers Cuomo, and Pink Saifu. Take Mm. Care In Your Dreaming by The Avalanches, Denzel Curry, Tricky, and Sampa the Great.
1: I like, I, I will say this. I like that they have all of these, like, other artists, like, working yes. on the songs. Oh, wait, but the one next right now is The Divine Chord. Sorry, Cord. yes, I was about to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I yeah. definitely
0: yeah. missed that. Um, the the first one we're going to be playing is The Divine Chord by The Avalanches, MGMT, and Johnny Marr. So.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: Let's start. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay, good. Both mics are working.
0: I'm so happy.
1: <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I'm still recording.
0: Three tracks by the Avalanches. In this order, it was uh, The Divine Chord by the Avalanches, MGMT, and Johnny Marr. Then it was Running Red Lights by the Avalanches, Rivers Cuomo, and Pink Saifu. And Take Care in Your Dreaming by The Avalanches, Denzel Curry, Tricky, and Sampa the Great. So, Ian, thoughts?
1: Thoughts? Um, thoughts are that it's good. I liked uh, it a lot. Like, we were saying this, like, every song does feel very unique, very different. But it does have that, like, what you were saying earlier with, like, that psychedelic kind of, like, um... What was the fancy word that you were saying?
0: Uh, Plunderphonics or sample Sampledelia? Both of those. Like,
1: <laughs> you know, just, like, you can tell, like, with the sampling, like, how that, like, you know not like you what is it's sampled distinct,
0: but you don't yeah, know yeah, why yeah.
1: exactly yeah that's what i was saying and like or that's what i mean by that and just like with you know it's a very unique sound even though all the sounds the songs seemed like very different especially the last one was definitely a more like r&b kind of mm-hmm. style and i really liked that. like that um
0: the incorporation with the piano with the rap yes
1: the piano was very nice
0: and it wasn't like a ballad either in a way like it wasn't like a like Ballad, and then there's just like a lone piano in the background, like hitting mm. once or hitting twice. And then the guy's like spilling out his life story, like mm. almost like spoken word. Like this was a little different, you know? Yeah. Um, so I just really like the flexibility that I see in the Avalanches. And since it seems like they're going to be releasing music a little bit more often now, since they released music in 2016 and then 2020, um, as opposed to 1997. Oh, true. And like, I'm, I'm very excited.
1: Guessing also that this album. From what I peeked at on their Spotify page, looks like it's doing well with the streams. Oh, so you know well. it's going to do – they're going to – got like, they got to make more eventually. Yeah. Um, um. I'm trying to think what else I was thinking. Oh, I think it was the first one of those three that we played. But, like, the use of, like, the very, like, dissident chords or, like, the dissidents, like, in it and, like, how it didn't
0: – Which is interesting like, because you know, it's it titled clash. The Divine Chord
1: oh which
0: like for you to pick up on that and the name to also be the divine chord i i don't know if they were like yes let's choose it specifically because of dissonance Mm. but also i highly doubt that was a coincidence probably i mean these are like a lot of work into these songs i can tell so these are
1: people who and like for my one you know who you know who you are listening out there people like who are very into like music theory and stuff like that (laughs) who can just who just know this and they look for, like, right. you know, like, whatever, like, mathematically complex or, like, interesting song they, c- they can make. Like, this stuff goes over my head. I try my very best to understand this. I just feel it. But, like, exactly. I, you, I can't, you feel like, it. think it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't put this put this into words. I'm not musically inclined um, at all. But even then, just, like, still, like, hearing this as a listener or as, like, the audience for this, you can point that out, and it's very, like, I love that.
0: All right. Well, that sums up my review of the Avalanche's We Will Always Love You album. In my opinion, I rated it a little bit higher than Pitchfork's rating. Um, I rated it an 8.4 since Pitchfork wanted to be very picky and rated it an 8.1. Mm. Um, I thought it was really good. Mm. I just thought it was deserved a little bit of a bump up, like just a tiny bit. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was really good and made me feel things. So I think Pitchfork was just thinking more technical. So.
1: Oh, but whatever. We don't need to listen to the critics on their opinions. Whatever is good, it's good. Mm. Just ignore it. And
0: speaking of good, shall we move on to?
1: Yes. So as you all have probably noticed, Sarah likes to do her research, and she's very Um, good with this. Um, Thank you. I just like to share my music because I think it's good. So, (laughs) Or just I like it. Um, So what I'm going to do is just – or the album I'm sharing is Stevie Wonder's In Square Circle. It's just a couple songs from this. Um, I was just listening to it, at, like sometime last week, and I thought, why not? I'm gonna share this because I like a bunch of songs from it. I know there's like a few like bigger hits from it, like Part Time Lover, like that people probably have heard. I haven't I mean, heard that one. If you're if you're familiar, personally. yeah, if you're familiar with like the 19, like 80s, like discoy, like you know whatever this is. Um, but there's a few other ones that I'm just like obsessed with, but I will let you know when we get to that song in mm. particular. So. To start us off, I'm going to play Part Time Lover by Stevie Wonder. All right.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Will we have time to hit all the songs and do a discussion on? on um, let's just
1: play through from this one to the next okay, one. Okay,
0: okay. I don't want to rush you, I was just wondering.
1: No, no, you're kind of right though. Oh, pause, let me start recording. The amount of times I've accidentally stopped or forgot to (laughs) continue recording on my computer for this later, it's gonna be bad. It'll
0: be okay. That's okay. We're gonna get better at it.
1: Um, but the whole album, I'm just like I'm cutting it short a little bit because I know there's a few other things we want to talk about. Because I know we're. It's not even you. It's just whatever. Um, I love this anyway, and I love hearing about what you have to say. But um, yeah. So I just like that album it's just a very nostalgic feeling it's just a very good like you know that's something you want to hear somewhere i know like never in your son that's my favorite from the album and i just have a very you know specific set of like memories and feelings associated with it and i just love hearing it um also just like because i'm such a lyric person when it comes to music like the even just saying like never in your son i just love that like expression like that metaphor of like being then like what is being like in someone's an Instagram son? caption now. You know exactly. I mean?
0: Like that's pretty cool. Um Mysterious, intriguing. Exactly.
1: And so just like I don't know. I just love how it writes. I love it just it's just a very good album, very boppy. Yeah. Not to use words like that, but you know. Very boppy. Bops, um. slaps, goes hard. <laughs> um but the whole album is such a good album. I other notable tracks that I'm just gonna list off here. Whereabouts, I love you too much. Um and it's wrong, parentheses, Apartheid. Also very good songs um, from the album. So please, please, please just listen through the whole album. This is definitely a no skips. Um, I did try to look up like the Pitchfork rating. There's none of that. There's none. No. Yeah. I don't I, I'm guessing because Pitchfork existed. Yeah, that's probably why. And I don't think
0: they would go like retrospective reviews, maybe No. They should. Just they for should. me. That would just be, for me. Just for Ian. Um, I think that Pitchfork should start to rework its entire I'm gonna um,
1: email them after this just format. to say, like hey
0: Hey. So I'm actually the secret CEO of Pitchfork and you need to like redo everything over for me.
1: Exactly. The shadow CEO. uh uh-huh. Um but yeah the <laughs> album did come out in nineteen eighty five so <laughs> I don't know why they would go back and just, like, here's an old album that everyone probably forgot. Let's talk about it. Right. Um, But they should, just for the sake of having that information on the internet. Um, Everyone needs to share it. Everyone needs to know about it, in my opinion. Or at least, Mm. you should at least have listened to it once and know some songs from it. Yeah. I really Um, like that. Um,
0: Yeah. I've listened to Never and Your Son, I think, two or three times before because Ian put it on our collaborative playlist that we have. And I, like, listen to it because... I remember I've seen... (laughs) I like to stalk people's Spotify activity. (laughs) I am one of those people, in fact. Um, Mm. And I had seen Ian had made a playlist titled Never In Your Son. And I was like, that is quite a title. I don't know what this means. It's very vague, very, like, mysterious. Uh um, But I love it. And so then he put the song on the playlist titled Never In Your Son. And I was like, oh, I have to listen to this song.
1: I need to understand. Usually when I do that, actually, I will say... I like the name of it, so that's why I kept it. But right. most of the time, I just add a song, and automatically it's like, oh, here's the song. Like, that's what they named the playlist. Mm. If it's the first one, you add to a new one. And I was like, I like that, so I just kept it. No,
0: <laughs> I, I personally just, whether or not that was intentional, like, I just really like also that phrasing. So, mm-hmm.
1: And then there that is the alternative playlist I have called Under Your Son um, that mm-hmm. is full of some songs that I share with Kenny. <laughs> So with adorable. the very cute album cover that. um so stock my spotify if you want to look at that i oh. add to it every once in a while this is mostly from the summer yeah um during the summer program here at georgetown
0: right in the photo yes yes that
1: was um from the queer ball and he was like you know he went out and performed and then he just pulled me and i was like <gasps> oh my god and i'm like first oh. of i was like i don't like doing stuff in front of people like that's that so romantic. um But yeah, and I was like, okay, fine, and then someone snapped a very nice photo, and then later that, like, a few days later, they're like, oh, hey, we have photos of you. One, is it okay if we share it on the Instagram? Two, do you want them? And I'm like, obviously, we want them, and they came out very well. We also looked hella good that night, so.
0: I like to pretend I don't care about love, and then I, like, see (laughs) you and Kenny, and then I'm like... It's fine. It's fine. I'm. It's okay. I don't care at all. Like yeah. it's totally not what I want. <laughs> so cute. Oh my god. I love that. Ah. Okay. He,
1: I love to make everyone jealous for that.
0: <laughs> but yeah. No. I really like that. And I hadn't heard um, "Part Time Lover" before. Mm-hmm. And the more that the track kept track kept playing, and the more I heard like listened to the chorus, I was like, "This is getting groovier." It I'm is to very
1: like it groovy. Now. Definitely like peak eighty stuff. Yeah. I love i love hearing it i love the disco really? stuff i love that I um, agree. but yeah mm-hmm. so that is all i have to show for like the specific songs like or my album i wanted to share yes it was just two songs but that is a-okay because you know what you have to do that is homework for you you are going to listen to that mm-hmm. some point in the future or at least just put one song on your playlist yes. or your like list that's all I need that's all I want from you
0: surprise this is actually a three credit course and you're being graded God. on your homework <laughs> so you're gonna need to put a playlist and submit proof to us
1: extra credit just is you. um, what is extra credit coming in and giving a recommendation yes. on air
0: submit recommendations to us we wanna know what you like and why submit it to uh, our Instagram Fiona Apples and Oranges or just come up and see us wherever or just text me during text the show us. because people us. have been
1: texting me about the show, <laughs> and uh, I love seeing that. So um, cute. AKA just like three people. Yeah. But that's perfect.
0: That's better than none.
1: That All is right. way better. Um, so I guess I'm just gonna play another track, and then after that we're gonna move into our squid game discussion, because yeah, so we have like 20 minutes, but I want to talk about that at least.
0: I agree. Alrighty. We definitely, yeah. Okay. What song are we playing first? So next or is last. I Don't
1: Want to Miss You, parentheses like I do, by Austin Weber. Just one of the ones I really like, and I wanted to share it here.
0: All right. I don't
1: <laughs> miss you. I thought certainly... God, I can't do this. I Don't Want to Miss You Like I Do by Austin Weber. Just one of my upbeat, but kind of cute songs I like to listen to, kind of like to scream, sing to occasionally mm-hmm. when I'm in a really good mood. Um, but yeah. So we said this before and I want to get into this
0: if you've stuck around yes
1: good. if you have been here for this long good are you okay um
0: one <laughs> why are you here <laughs> why are you here um
1: anyway squid game so obviously everyone has probably heard about squid game it is somehow somehow the I mean obviously it's amazing but like Netflix's top watch show like of all Ever. time. You know, Bridgerton
0: by, like, a lot. I
1: never actually watched Bridgerton. I never
0: watched Bridgerton either. I just kind of heard about the quotes of, like, I burn for you. And, like.
1: I somehow just completely avoided everything Bridgerton, and I think I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I don't think I personally missed that on much. I know some people loved it. But all I know is that the micro bangs that that girl had were just not doing it for me.
1: Weren't they, like, playing, like, pop version or, like, classical versions of pop songs on the show? I thought I heard about that. like they're well, at like a I hope a, you're wrong. No, like I swear like they were like I think I might have seen like a clip from the show. I've seen like one clip from the show and it was this where they're in like a ballroom and you know everyone's <laughs> in the big dresses, they're all dancing, it's like, whatever <laughs> century. And it's like Ariana Grande, <laughs> but like <laughs> classical. Like like, problem, like a problem. Classi- problem
0: by like Ariana Grande and Iggy Azalea, But the classical s- version is playing, stop. and then like the girls like I burn for you, like
1: no, but it no. Lit- like it wasn't that, but it literally was just like they're at a ball and they're playing Ariana Grande, but it's like you know cellos and stuff, no. and it's just no. I have no idea. It's very well, weird.
0: That's definitely. A concept. It's a concept. But anyway. But a better concept is Squid Game.
1: Squid Game. So if you don't know about it, and Godspeed to you if you don't, it's just... (laughs) Godspeed to you. Quick rundown. It's a very popular K-drama about um, a bunch of people who are, you know, in debt, suffering under capitalism here, and they're given an opportunity to participate in these games where they will win a lot of money. And the games are deadly. Ooh. And so... Basically, it's just, like, do you run the risk of, you know, sacrificing your life, basically, or, you know, risking your life for a bunch of money, or what? Right. Um, So, yeah, it's a very basic... I mean, seems like a very relevant concept, especially, like, what we've seen in the last year, two years, ten years, whatever. Mm. Um, And the whole... Um, show is very much so like a whole critique of capitalism it's very much so reflects the history of um, Korea and South Korea (coughs) specifically its relationship with the United States and you know post the Korean War and basically the scars that we have left there and you know I love I love shows I love all these like allegories and symbolisms and everything like that but I know that you have not finished the show. So
0: I finished up until I just watched episode three. So I guess then we should also make the disclaimer that we're going to be discussing events um, from episodes one, two, and three. Mm -hmm. And we will probably be discussing spoilers, I guess, from episodes one, two, and three. Although there isn't really, I guess, major character death in episodes one, two, and
1: three. They all kind of blurred to me because, like for me, because I watched them all like, right in like a week um no but yeah also i have seen a lot of memes especially from the first episode so everyone knows the first episode's lot, yeah and everyone i also have been spoiled like on character deaths
0: oh i've been spoiled as well like,
1: um like the end end twist or
0: well, uh the marvels game
1: okay 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 Thank we you. won't say yeah. any more than that because that's like episode six or seven or something um god very good twist I accidentally spoiled spoiled myself because I was like, I'm gonna look up more about this character, I'm gonna... and it ended up being a character that was way more important than they. Oh my god! I think I know who thing. you're
0: talking about, yeah. and I'm not gonna say anything. No, we can say this like, after. I read something, and then I was like, like I read an article title, and then I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> like, wait a minute, I, and now knowing that, I'm seeing this character's actions in a very different light.
1: I know it makes me want to watch like, it again, um, uh, but. Enough with the coded language about yeah, this. It so I just like, at least, at least start with the first episode because this is, you know, it's the first one. This is yes. where you basically, do you keep watching after this or what is This is the one where it has to grab your attention. And I got to say, it grab- was a great... my attention. Yes, it was a very good exposition into basically everything. Yeah. Um, And the first game that they play, especially, is the red light, green light. And I was not expecting that level of... <laughs> Violence. Of intensity. I was, yes, but it was so like...
0: Went from zero to 100 very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally thought it was really interesting. I guess this is skipping around a bit-ish. Um, the fact that Red Light, Green Light is also a game that is popular in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously, like, everyone who's watched is not only from the U.S. or only from Korea. Yeah. Um, but, like, as a watcher, it was obviously very easy to, like, relate to... Oh, I know what game this is, right? Like, episode three's game.
1: A lot of the I games I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the games after the first one I'm like I've never heard I've of. I've never heard of. I this. mean, obviously these are like Korean children's games. <laughs> um but it's still very interesting. I actually I remember I know people have made comments about um the both the subtitle translations and the audio translations of the show like the subs and dubs. Mm. And for the dubs specifically, people are making comments about the what the girl says. On the robot girl during the red light green light game. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, Korean, she's singing the song, and I think what it translates to is something with like um, a hibiscus, like open and a closing, and that's like how it is. Oh. Um, because like hibiscuses are just very important to Korean culture. There's a lot of history behind that that I'm not going to get into, but I could go on a rant about that. Um, but like every other translation. as far as I know, minus the English one, it's like a song that they sing. And then for the red light, green light, like, you know, in English, it's just like red light,
0: green light, green light. Like,
1: and it's just very, oh, like, annoying. it's very weird. <laughs> and it takes away from, like, the suspense of it. But I loved how it, I loved how they did it. The show is very good at playing, mm-hmm. like, the uh, suspense very well. Yes. Um, I know, like, especially hearing from, you know, both online and just some of my friends who do know Korean, like some of the subtitle translations they were a little bit uh... iffy I mean obviously that's just that's what comes with translating stuff it's never gonna be one to one um but some of the translations in the show I heard like seem deliberately a little bit weird oh um not deliberate maybe but just certain lines right. it's like especially relating to this like what the show is supposed to be critiquing or it could be you know hiding kind of like part of like of what the relationships the characters have between each other um <laughs> or it could just be like um like ali like he uses a, a like a lot of honorifics and yes. some of the, like they kind of show that with like the sir and whatever that he says with everyone but You don't really, like, unless you speak Korean or, like, a similar language, you're not going to understand, like, this whole system of, like, how polite he is and, like, specifically, like, what relationship he's trying to, like, you know, show and to others. Um, I'm trying to think, though. What do you think of Jihan, like, in the first episode? Because
0: I personally... So, I had a very mixed reaction to him because I I know people who are like him, like, that type of figure where it's very like it's like almost distracted and kind of scatterbrained but Mm -hmm. like trying his best but also like not a you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. like that type of father figure of like trying his best but like really not doing well but and terrible actually in my opinion and like you know what i mean but then at the same time is like really loves his daughter and really sweet and like you know but then stealing from his mother, you know? And I yeah. just, I can't pinpoint him. And he like, honestly, as a character, in my opinion, makes me uncomfortable. He's able like- It's a little I've, too correct.
1: Yeah. You're definitely like not supposed to like him in the beginning, at least. You see a man who is basically a deadbeat. Um, yeah. You know, like you said, taking him from his mom, doesn't have like a staple job. You're like, it's set up for him to be like this horrible person. Or and he's got this gambling addiction, that's basically where all his money is going. Yeah. Sometimes he makes money, sometimes he doesn't. <clears throat> it's gambling, what do you expect? Um, you know, and especially like his relationship with his ex wife and, you know, their daughter and how much of like the problems that comes from it. Um but I do think like especially as the show goes on, you see how he's able to like sympathize with others, like in this situation, like in the games that they're playing. Yeah,
0: once you get into the life or death of the game, like for example mm-hmm. the results of Episode three, when um, his childhood friend, the one who went to uh, Seoul National University, oh yeah, 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 did not tell him about the fact that choosing the umbrella was a mistake and essentially almost led him to his death.
1: Yeah, and suddenly like the, the I was like, game. you know
0: what? I was like, I don't think this man is a good person, but I don't think he's the evil. I don't think he's the villain. You no, know what I'm saying? So I think hard. There
1: is like a good part of him, and I think it's just like it. As it kind of goes on, and you will see this more, like, in the episodes, like, you know, everyone is just a victim of their circumstances and how they react and how they choose to act sometimes yeah. isn't always their fault. Right. Um, And you really see this with the show, and I think...
0: It's like you're in between a rock and a hard place, mm-hmm. and no matter what you do, you're going to get villainized for it. Exactly. So that's interesting. Um, which... I want to ask the question, because I'm curious on your thoughts. I mean, I think about this, this. and we have 10 minutes left on, very unfortunately, which is upsetting because I wanted to discuss more. If Georgetown was hosting Squid Game and it was the student body playing, who do you think would make it out alive and who do you think would lose?
1: Who do I think? I don't know. If
0: we name drop you, please don't take offense if we say you would die. I don't know.
1: I know we do have the general rules of, you know, don't talk crap about certain oh, people and stuff. Oh no, no, no!
0: But I mean, I think we like could talk about like the
1: types of people. Oh, like certain schools or majors or whatever. Oh my God! Also, <gasps> we need I to also that. get into what kind of game, like Georgetown-themed games, they would be. Oh my
0: God! Something with Jack the Bulldog, obviously. Something would he? Would, have would to it be like in? a red
1: light, green light, but it's him instead? <laughs> oh my God! Just like oh, a little dog. or whoever can it. like. Walk him the best <laughs> without <laughs> or whoever like, can or walk like, Jack no, no, the Bulldog no, 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 without getting like, stopped. It's like two for pictures. <laughs> it's That's like the two game. People
0: and whoever Jack chooses makes it to the next round. That's also you know a good what I'm saying? One. whoever he goes to like sniff first, mm-hmm. who he finds more interesting. Um, honestly, I feel like I feel like SFS kids could make it,
1: they're they're contenders. They MSB are MSB
0: kids would be gone, yeah, in my, in my well, opinion. It, MSB kids. Would be gone. MSB the guys, kids would be the, the MSB VIPs. MSB guys, MSB bros would be gone.
1: They'd be the ones like running it. And they're like, oh my god. They're the, they're <gasps> ones, who, they're the so... ones who are going to be like, the show is a metaphor for human greed. <laughs> and it's like, no. And then it'd be
0: also like <laughs> simultaneously ruining the economy while doing it. Exactly. They're like, it's it just shows like how
1: far we will go for the things we society. all need. We all think we want, but we don't need. And it's just yeah. like, and it's like, You're, you're running the, the game.
0: So isn't this like you?
1: And you're like, wait a second. You do uh, this for fun. <laughs> I'm I mean, college
0: and NHS. So I'm in NHS, so I'm mm. kind of biased.
1: Uh, yeah, and college is a very, you know, biggest school has it, basically every other non-specialized major. So like, I
0: guess that we'll have to go somewhat specific. Do you want to review NHS, and I review college? I don't know enough about
1: the NHS. NHS
0: is kind of small. My thoughts are that we're nice. We're considered nice people. Mm-hmm. Like we're the smallest school. We have the least drama. Uh-huh. We're the least like, like type A. Y'all I would are gonna say.
1: be wait. You haven't. I don't think you've seen. Well, you've seen him in the episodes, <laughs> um, but they haven't highlighted more of this one character, like the doctor guy. Okay, I this does not, it, look, looking at your I face know. does not ring a bell. Y'all will be, like, the doctor in the games, um, and I'm not going to say anything I else. He was, like, survives. the one guy who, like, had.
0: Was he the one who had the little sign that said the the honeycomb? Yes. The guy who was yes. Yes, yes, yes. <gasps> There's really? more to him. There's more to oh, him. I'm no, so no, excited.
1: no. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: maybe I'm not excited. Oh, my God. Okay. But um, <laughs> I personally feel like NHS kids could make it out alive. Hello. Ah. Oh, my God. Cool. What is it? I don't know. I think maybe they're coming in next show. Okay. Um, we have um, eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. that's next show. Um,
1: what's another Georgetown themed game we could play? Oh, my God. For the games?
0: Mm. Oh, Salmonella games. Stop. People get food poisoning, and the fir- like. The oh. first person to throw up dies.
1: Stop. Like it's if like you, a if ru- you
0: manage to make it through a week without getting sick at like Georgetown. Like a Russian
1: roulette, um, but eating <gasps> chicken, and yes. seeing what is raw and what isn't.
0: And if you throw up, you're out. And if you don't, you're in. Exactly. Yeah, that for sure.
1: <laughs> you're not allowed to cut into the food. It's like oh once you bite God. it and you see, it's like, is it pink or is it you know cooked? <gasps>
0: yeah that's basically that what we so do
1: every funny. day no offense to anyone um but
0: <laughs> we are actually in squid game <laughs> I funny, will say, funny story my
1: eating patterns are so irregular no it's i i've so actually
0: bad. been facing issues with that recently not not like intentional issues is. but more of like a like how can i like go to leo's today and stomach the food yeah
1: i can only eat royal jacket so many times <laughs> i like royal jacket but like yeah, I can't
0: it's not not that often I can't keep
1: eating the same sandwiches that's me that's
0: with like the corp I can't keep mm. eating their like banana bread every day no I it just can't it, it, it becomes
1: so it just you can't do it anymore no. it just becomes bad not bad but like I need something new I need a vegetable mm. <laughs> I need a fresh veggie that doesn't have a noro virus on it mm.
0: Um, but going back to schools I feel like this is oddly specific I feel like government majors would not make it
1: no no. I, there's
0: something about them that I'm like, I'm so sorry. I think that you would just get taken advantage of. By same with someone. like
1: Pico. Is that like political political econ? Is that what the major is? Um, yeah. Also, I feel like they're somewhat, they're like in the same MSB boat. <laughs> yes. Kind of. Yes. I do know good Pico majors. I'm sorry though. Is it Pico? I don't know. Uh,
0: Peca. PECO? I don't know. There are too many too
1: many acronyms. Right. In the IPOL, school, I I
0: think would make it.
1: I pull. Yeah.
0: I pull would make it. Um, I like to say NHS would make it I feel like I just think we'd make alliances sometimes get mm. taken advantage of but some of them would be smart uh-huh. because we like to get like an outside view of things like I feel like at Georgetown at least you know what I'm saying like uh-huh. we like to watch things happen and like kind of react like NHS is the small school we definitely have the least amount of drama like
1: just for sure. <laughs> like, no
0: like we're just kind of watching stuff and we're like like silent. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's good
1: for y'all to be like on the side. Like we're
0: like not that. the ones who are like vote for us or like I'm running. I'm starting this amazing nonprofit. Like we're just like kind of doing our thing and like moving on with life. <laughs> like, Thanks,
1: are Really calling out everybody here. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> really calling <laughs> out the whole school right now. Um, um
0: Georgetown culture, yay. Yay. Um, but I just think that oh my god, friends. So uh, many people going by. Hello. But I don't know. I feel like we could make it because we like see things pretty. I would say pretty well. Yeah. We don't draw attention to ourselves.
1: We do have a radio show, though. Yes. That is very, like, look-at-me kind of behavior. But, like, in a way that's, like, perceive me, but, like...
0: Perceive me, but in the way that I want you to, that yeah. I curate. Do
1: it without me telling you to do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tune in so that you can hear what I have to say about myself. Exactly. Um, But I don't know. Any other thoughts on, like, who you think would make it or not or other games?
1: Mm. What's another game...
0: What is another game that we could play? God,
1: running up the Exorcist stairs. I don't know.
0: Oh my God, running up the. I avoid if you those. trip. You're done. Oh, running you, down you the stairs. You don't even need. You don't even need like the guards. It's just. the stairs. <laughs> oh, you're done. Stuff.
1: You're done from that. <laughs> <laughs> you're done right there. No, I'm trying to think. Would be. I was trying to think about this earlier because I'm like, just want to make so a funny. list
0: now. It's not like I would ever use it. No, like just to I, say it would, it would never be relevant. Um, but I would just like to have it and be like. Listen.
1: Let's see. Have a conversation with any student, and if they mention where their parents work, um, if they are a legacy student, if they if they um, work in
0: the corp or they're part of Guavsku or they're in Goosef or any or blueing consulting Gray, <laughs> consulting groups. Anyone who says are, I want to do
1: consulting. Any you're out. club
0: that requires an application application.
1: <laughs> Clubs that require two rounds of application. <laughs> yeah. Clubs that require like you have to apply to get an interview. Yes, and then you might get in,
0: and then you <laughs> might get in. Um, why, yeah. like, why was this like? Why
1: was like some of this stuff? I am not gonna name names because we're not supposed to. Um, but some of these clubs, we are doing the, hot takes. And we, are doing hot takes. So we are doing hot so takes. We doing. I feel
0: like if you are listening and you are offended to this, you've definitely found yourself in the wrong crowd.
1: Yeah, but definitely like <laughs> applying for some clubs here felt like applying for colleges when I had to be like. My life story, like...
0: Have you read the article that said, like, some of these applications are more selective? Like, they're on par with Harvard acceptance rates? They're literally below 10%.
1: They boast... Okay, but I think they do that on purpose. Like, they intentionally, try to boast big numbers. No, they do. Anyway.
0: Yeah. No.
1: We love being a student here. We love...
0: Hoya Saxa. Hoya Saxa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I love... Yeah. I
1: think they're, like... I think what's so fun about, like, going to the school where everyone, like, collectively dreads just being here sometimes um, (laughs) is, like, you know, the Hoya Saxa. Like, you don't know what else to say, so you just say that. It's It's very much so, like, I feel like it's just, like, how my high school was where we're just, like, it was, like, kind of messy in the same way. And we'd be, like, what was it? Like, like, we bleed blue. Like, go warriors. Like, whatever. Like, you know, our, like, mascot or little phrases. Like, because it was just, like every time to school try to do something like that, we'd be like, What are you doing? It's just not working. Um, but anyway. Yeah. It is ten twenty nine. We are going to be leaving shortly. Sarah, do you have any final remarks?
0: I don't really. I just I would love to expand upon this conversation, maybe once I finish Squid Game into the future. Yes. About how we thought the series went. And maybe again the relationship with possibly Georgetown doing it, because I just find that hilarious. Like, <laughs> I'm just thinking of like, like where would the separate groups on campus, like, how would they fare? Do you mm. know what I mean? Like the
1: different like cliques of people, like t- yes. types of people.
0: Yes, I agree. You know, um, so I'm just intrigued by that. And now that kind of makes me food um, for thought, everyone. Th- food for thought. Hey, would listeners, you
1: if you have any other game ideas, let us know. Please because let us. Know. I want to know. And honestly, maybe we will
0: Brownie points. bring them up. I would bring um, them up
1: next time at the beginning of our next show, a next recording. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. But yeah, that's all I have to say. Uh, good luck on midterms. Godspeed luck, to everyone guys. for parents' weekend. Oh, um, if
0: your parents are coming, you're lucky. Just know
1: that much. Or good luck because or, or good luck. Actually. I feel you're like right. it's gonna be like I'm gonna try to avoid being on campus as much as I can this weekend. Um, for sure because it's going to be quite crowded.
0: All right. And with that, I think it's time for us to go. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. This was Fiona Apples and Oranges. This was our second broadcast on October 14th. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye-bye.